0: Head, you put the headset on, Rich. Good evening. Welcome to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. And I'm
1: Patwin Lawrence.
0: Welcome, Pat. Welcome. Oh, man, it's a beautiful, hot, and steamy Sunday. I love it. Oh,
1: gee, see, that's how it. hot it is. I thought it was Sunday. Well, I'm from South Cacolac, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like I like these hot, steamy nights and days. Listen, I-, I do, too. Compared to 20 below. No kidding. I know so. the winter
0: could be, like, two weeks away. <laughs> yeah. today it's, like, today, what's today, June 29th already? Yeah. Oh, man, and it's, like, 98 degrees here. We're, yes, we're no good. different. I know that they said that about 50 million Americans would experience a uh, heat wave uh, right. the, over the next couple of days. 50 million Americans. Million really? Americans. That's great. We look at um, we are sharing the same temperature as it is as my kinfolk in Texas. Mm-hmm. So they were at 99 degrees yesterday. Yeah. So were we Where They actually tipped to 100. Mm -hmm. And we were at 99. Yeah, it's
1: been hot in the Carolinas, too. I won't complain,
0: though, because, again, like we just keep saying, two weeks away is winter. Yeah. So I'm not going to say anything.
1: Exactly. No complaints from me If you No,
0: hopefully you got air conditioning in your car and in in your home. And stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, drink plenty of water and Gatorade, things of that nature. Because I know if you're like me, you drink a lot of soda. And gin,
1: does that count, too? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah.
0: It it does. It does. So drink plenty of that, too. Moderately. Yeah. You know? And, uh, um, no. Oh, seriously, they got different type of uh cooling centers mm-hmm. um
1: for people to go to for people to go to so library.
0: depending on where you are you know uh please google those uh sites so that you can keep you and your family cool. as cool as you can so that you're not having heat strokes because I know a friend yeah. of mine um she had a heat stroke or mm-hmm. symptoms of a heat stroke, yeah. just yeah sneak up on you, yeah, mm-hmm. so some of the symptoms she had was the vomiting mm-hmm. nausea uh dizziness, you know, and so it could happen pretty quick, guys, just yeah. like uh. Uh, frostbite yeah right. so it can right. it can come on pretty quick but enjoy it don't complain exactly don't complain No complaints for me pat <laughs> man this week and uh entertainment yeah. or well yeah he is entertainment, entertainment. <laughs> yeah he is entertainment. our gift that keeps on giving the gift that keeps on giving yeah Trump, we've yeah. uh we've had the retirement yes uh, it's th- been a great Wednesday week for already. conservatives well yeah right but we've had the retirement of uh of um Supreme Court Justice uh, Anthony Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy. Yep. And uh, Trump said now that he'd have a pick mm-hmm. uh, by July 9th. Yep. And if Democrats are smart, we will totally fight. Um, you know, we don't have a, a filibuster control or a but I think that we need to continue to fight. Mm-hmm. We've got to show our constituency that now is the time, okay? Hey, and so we have every right bring to it fight on. We have every right to fight it, and okay. we should because I think the next— I think that's um, fair
1: because, you know, what the Republicans did with oh, Obama. Oh, Gorsuch, absolutely. Thank you yeah, for having well, the no, courage hey, to say that as a Republican. Yeah, but fair yes. is fair. But, you know, Obama, he was, you know, a, a, a spineless you know individual, so he didn't have any fight in him. And so, hey— Trump, oh, he's a fighter. How dare he's a you Wolverine. I <laughs> dare you call. <laughs> he's mean as a Wolverine. How dare you call uh, my president so, spineless. Hey, this jerk. But is- hey, but he should have said no this is my legacy i'm going uh, to i'm going to put this particular person he did. out there he had a chance to he get did. a black female which he didn't we and there were some that were recommended to him where we he, had Lynch, interview. So I'm not, he I'm not I'm not worried not, about that no no that. it wasn't her it no was no
0: no her. i'm saying he had he had put he had already pointed the first black female
1: oh, attorney oh, general well, well yeah because I mean, he helped on. with clinton yeah on the tarmac oh, stop. but that was her that was going to be her payoff oh. but yeah, well, but you know it is what like it is. Gra- it's not like grabbing but, but women, but that's right fine. Out. But I think the Democrats, you know, that's only fair that they do fight back. But you know, I don't think it's going to do anything, and so he's going to get. Well, it's going to pay. It's going to. It's going to prove a point. Listen, sure. Democrats need to be. Listen, we need to fight.
0: I, and this is what it's about. That's what I
1: tell Republicans all the time. T- a lot of Republicans, they don't believe in fighting. They no. just, you know, they always want to take the high road. Right. Sometimes, you know, that's you should take you the high road. Or like, but you I, need to fight. I believe you fight. Stick Just around and, and fight. fight. Yeah. Show your
0: constituency that, that what's, this is what it's about. That's it's right. about, um because, again, this next Supreme Court nominee yeah. probably is going to want to change Roe v. Wade. That's huge. That's well, huge I, for me. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Well, what triggers it is we know the fact that right away, I mean, even tomorrow, yeah. certain states are going to start now inflicting stringent, Birth control laws and yeah. and things of that nature on women, mm-hmm. so that, those are automatically trigger and, lawsuits. Yeah, that's right. Which that's, will yes, yes, now yes. make the Supreme Court
1: take. But this that case, shows those the weakness. Up. That shows the weakness of Obama, where oh my he could We're have been, my he, could, he could have been putting people in place in terms of you know his uh, uh, judicial appointments and even with the Supreme Court. If he knew this possibility was coming down the line, that shows how he didn't have the foresight or the vision to do that. So. Oh, you hey, mean it's all—it's only fair. Oh, you fair mean play games? No, he well, didn't... it's not playing games. But what you do is you want to extend your office your time in office and you do that through appointments you think long term see and that's what our community doesn't do we like to think for today and just you know what we can do right now when other communities are thinking down the road because you already have people who've been thinking oh well if we send this lawsuit you know the supreme court probably would not be favorable so we're not going to do it now but now that there's going to be this shift to the right fully to the right now people are saying okay now we're going to institute those lawsuits because we might get the outcome that we want and that shows how people have vision and that's what we need in our community we need to be thinking the same way
0: well again i think that uh it's about time the democrats fight and i think that again there that we we may not be able to totally block
1: because if it's a good issue you know me i'm i'm all about getting the the good issues there and getting the change for our community in particular so whoever gets it i'm cool with that so if you want to fight fight let's see let's see what happens well we may not be able to get uh you know um
0: Again, uh, be able to block the nomination mm-hmm. uh, and put in the person on the the high court. Yeah. But I think that, again, it's important to show strength in numbers I and agree. show that you're able to go out there and fight. Because I think this sure. midterm is going to be huge. Oh, absolutely. And Democrats are going to come out in droves because of what's they will. going on. I mean, when you look at the young lady that won, oh, gosh, I'm sorry, her name escapes me. That should be on my paper here. Uh uh, the young lady that beat Puerto Rican and uh Yeah, but she's a socialist. But see here but here's the thing. I said the same thing, but guess what? Um now Democrats I have yeah, and, no Democrats we're such an open party and welcoming party uh, we've got to now open she calls herself a Democrat Socialist okay uh-huh. and these are new terms like the Nazis but uh, well no that's in your party no, um, no. and, and your, pres- no. your president supports him I mean, he, he wasn't <laughs> he, he was a party he wasn't a party where uh, there was a get the Ku Klux Klan leader but so I mean I digress but at any, at any rate um, uh, no. no
1: he actually didn't run because of David Duke that time in the reform party oh yeah but he wasn't a party and he called David out Duke. David Duke oh he did not he did call, he actually uh, no.
0: He oh, he did. Yeah, after David Duke, after David
1: Duke endorsed him, he called him out. He, well, no, no, no. Oh, I'm not stop. talking about for this time. But David Duke can do whoever. That's anybody can say, "Oh, I endorse this particular person." That doesn't yeah, mean that right. you align yourself with that person. He did.
0: He did. Well, I mean, well, you don't get sued multiple times for racial discrimination for housing if, yep. you're, if you don't have those type of racist connotations. Well, well you
1: know, and that's under his father. Yeah, yeah. But he changed his He's a bigot, and his dad his is a bigot. Well, the apple never falls from the I would tree. Agree. I would agree with you about his father. His father probably was in the Klan. That he was probably Not him. probably. He was a Klansman. Did they, did they confirm that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Say so. Yeah. yeah. You oh. got to bring documentation. You know me. I believe in the documentation. You got to show me the not, data. It was not a documentary. So, but anyway, but yes. the point is, but, you know, that goes for most employers And people that had businesses back in the day, they discriminated because whites would boycott their businesses if they had us come to stay at their hotels or their restaurants. And I'm not saying that that's right. So, of course there are going to be lawsuits. That's that's par for course. No, that doesn't, they, mean, no, oh,
0: that doesn't it, mean that the way you should go. Is. Yeah, he's a bigot.
1: He okay. absolutely He's a He's a
0: redhead bigot. <laughs> he absolutely is. And again, it, uh, it's why black folks have got to go out and mm-hmm. support candidates like, like our guest today to okay. make sure that we have checking balances sure. on a dude like that. Listen, Democrats have mm-hmm. got to fight, okay? okay? And if it means putting people in office like the young lady that won, that
1: beat... Uh, not the socialist, but okay. I, I don't care anymore. Listen. No, you should want, care. No, because, because that's, things, they're really but, anti-American. But they want to get away from our free let, market let me say this. society. No, they're not. They want anti-, to, they, they wanna, no, what's anti. They want to they change the culture anti, of America. What's
0: anti-American is to shun those people. We're a welcoming party. We leave that shunning to you and your non-inclusive no, party. We however, don't, we don't want socialism however, here. what Democrats have to do is... quit. And, and this Those next prog- minute, progressives are not good for this Democrats, country. yes, they are. No Democrats have got to quit having this cookie cutter mantra. You've got Democrats have got to run on what what is ailing your constituents. If it's dirty laundry, okay, and, and, and you can't don't run on what the the federal Democrats right. are running on. If in your constituency their mm-hmm. their laundry is dirty, you got to run on dirty laundry. You can't run on every what every single Democrat See, is well, running that's on. That's why that's what that's we mess the up. At. Fail. The that's why, exactly why Democrats fail. That's exactly right because, because you're we busy. started doing. A with a monster
1: star, pick up and yours. you're busy with Russia oh, instead bro. of talking about the everyday issues. Well, facts. That I, know, I know
0: you guys lives. don't like facts. I know, I know, I know, damn thing, those pesky yeah. facts. <laughs> I know you guys hate it, but you know, we didn't sleep with the chick. You, your, your president did. And who cares? But uh, his wife does. I mean, that, well, and, you guys, and so. you guys do, because remember, you rightfully guys are the party so. of uh, morality and family values. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. You're great. You guys so. are not You're destroying the oh, family. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Gay marriage. Why? Because we believe that you can love the one so. if you. We, why? Because How's we like believe we believe you can love who you want to. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. I can yeah. love my daughter. We don't believe that there's a litmus. Right? To, well, I, can if love you,
1: my dog. I love mine. Okay. I love so my. I can sleep and I can marry my dog if I want
0: it. Most of you Republicans do. So I mean it's <laughs> and what's new. What else is new? However, we believe in real freedom. Okay. Not the sure. litmus test that Republicans put on freedom. 651-989-5855. Okay. 651-989-5855 is that call that number. Today's guest we have senatorial candidate, Democratic senatorial candidate, Richard Painter, who is a feisty guy. Yeah. he's Former Republican. Former so Re- Re- so we are going to see what well, the technology he's, he's smart. Okay, yeah, well, we'll he, see what made the change. Well, he's, don't you ever, I seen him on Bill Maher, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, man, you know, you, you hate Bill Maher, but when you can go on Bill Maher, you know it's No Holds Barred. Oh, so sure. So you got to go Google that, okay? Um, So seeing him on that is what really made me love this dude and want to have him on our show is because he, could t- he tells it like it is. He's very genuine. Okay. Um I uh, uh, the point the pro his bad part is he doesn't know how to be fake so I, I don't that's know that's awesome I, I don't know uh, I, I don't that know means I'll love him. no it. everyone will <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying black yeah. folks and minorities will love him because yeah. it keeps it R E A L and so he'll fit in great here with us today and um I'm, we're excited to have him and I, I can't wait to let the people uh listen to the message if you haven't heard him on Bill Maher well you know this is gonna be the clean version of what he yeah. said on Bill Ma- yeah <laughs>
1: We have to keep it clean. We have to keep it clean. <laughs> 651
0: <five, laughs> 989 five, five, five is the call-in number. And so on the other side of the break, we got uh, senatorial candidate Richard Painter. This is Jamar Nelson. This is Pat Lawrence. And this is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities New Talk and your iHeartRadio. <laughs> oh! Welcome back. How you, do you know who this no, is? I actually don't.
2: Oh my
1: God. But I see oh you jamming God, over there. Because wow.
0: this is my favorite song by this group. Uh, uh, Mr. Painter, how about you? Do you know who this is?
2: No, I don't. Oh my
0: goodness. What? No one? No. Okay, I'll give you a. This, this, the lead singer yeah. has a big mouth and long tongue and been m- married multiple times. Oh. Rolling Stones? There you go. Okay. Oh my God. He wins. A, Welcome, Pat. You won. <laughs> Welcome back to Black Republic and Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome, Pat. Man, as I said, sure, before, I, I know before we went to uh, the break, I, I, I'm like you, I'm very giddy. I've seen him all over TV and uh, his message and on my favorite station, MSNBC, uh, with a, a multiple mm. array of different hosts, <laughs> you know, because they they're very fact-based. <laughs> okay. okay. And not uh, get struck by
1: lightning. Yeah, I won't
0: because, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Fox. Or fo- <laughs> faux news. Uh, so, Richard Painter, please uh, uh, don't mind Pat okay? <laughs> one. He, he, he's the giddy one over there. He's the Republican. You expect that. No, welcome, uh, Senatorial, uh, U.S. Senatorial candidate Richard Painter, man. It's a pleasure to have you here on our show. Man, we've been trying to get you here for a while, and so you're so uh, in demand, you know, because of your message that you bring. So let's jump right into it. Uh, tell us, uh, why are you running for Senate?
2: Well, I think we've got some problems in this country. We've got to resolve. Uh, let's start with Donald Trump, oh. the people working for him, their attitude. Uh, and the, uh, you know, the crimes have taken place, the collaboration with the Russians, the obstruction of justice and the rest of it, and what's going on on the border. And uh, we can go on all afternoon about that. But we also need to fix the economy, uh, the single-payer health insurance. Uh, you know, that, that really, I think, is the most practical solution. To, uh, a lot of small business owners are telling me the cost of s- is health insurance is just sky high. And, um, you know, a lot of the profits go to the insurance companies and the, uh, uh, you know, the drug companies, and the medical device companies, who uh, that last group has a lot of power in this state, but... Uh, you know, insurance is outrageous, and uh, employers get stuck with the bill. So I'm running to more and more conservatives, Republicans, <laughs> better fix this system. Uh, mm-hmm. And the single-payer system they have in uh, a lot of other countries looking more and more attractive. Uh, we've got some serious environmental issues to deal with, uh, mm-hmm. with climate change. Uh, we've got a lot that needs to be done in Washington. And it's not getting done. I'll tell you one reason it's not getting done is all the money that's going into politics, and that's both political parties. Right, mm-hmm. right. Not we just agree. Trump. I mean, Trump uh, you know, may have thrown gasoline on the fire, but Washington, D.C. was a dumpster fire long before yeah. he showed up. All mm-hmm. this money coming into politics and PACs and super PACs. My campaign won't take any money from PACs. We won't touch it. Uh, because the you know with the pack money comes corruption, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so we have a situation in Washington where uh, some of those most powerful members of Congress from both political parties won't solve our problems because they're beholden to their campaign contributors. Yes, so we're going to put a stop to that. Uh, so I've got a lot of beef with Donald Trump, but I you know we got to focus on the on the uh, the system. Uh, they got us where we are today. So now, here's the thing. I mean, because we accuse, I definitely accuse most
0: Republicans that go, uh, the elected, go to Washington, of uh, uh, accused of being a rubber stamp for uh, Trump. Uh, you and I have huge problems and differences with Trump. But if you were elected, could you go to Washington and work with him to get things done? Because I think that ultimately is what it boils down to. Is no matter what party we are, and I, I, I love my my party, but. Can you put your differences aside with the redhead idiot, I mean uh, 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 Trump, um, and uh, get things done?
2: Well, you know, I lived in New York a couple years in the late 1980s and early 90s when he was doing a lot of deals around town. And one thing's very clear about doing deals with Donald Trump, and this is true from uh, just about everybody I've met who's tried to deal with him, is he only understands one game, and that's hardball. Mm -hmm. You start trying to cuddle up to him and play Minnesota nice— and I know we could be proud of ourselves in this state for being so nice to everybody. And, well, you do Minnesota nice with Donald Trump, and he's going to take you to the cleaners. No, yeah, uh, yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. not pay you either. So my my position is that uh, we are well past where we were in 1973 uh, with Richard Nixon in terms of the evidence of uh, high crimes and misdemeanors. We've got to have a hearing of the House and Senate Judiciary Committee and find out what's going on, not only about the Russians, mm-hmm. but what else has been going on in this administration, the financial conflicts of interest. He won't show his tax returns. Every other president since Nixon has shown their tax returns. And we're Mm -hmm. wondering what the heck is on there. Uh, What's he hiding? Well,
1: you know, I think he should show his tax returns. However, what uh, high crimes and misdemeanors has President Trump committed?
2: Well, let's start with the uh, foreign government payments. Okay. Uh, These are in violation of the Constitution. He Mm -hmm. cannot receive profits and benefits from dealings with foreign governments. Right. And the founders put that clause in the Constitution for a reason. The emoluments clause. Yeah, the emoluments clause. They put Mm -hmm. it there for a reason Mm -hmm. because they knew there's no point having an American Revolution and throwing all that tea in Boston Harbor and then you're going to have a president or some other high-level officials buying its own tea with King George.
1: But does that apply to the President and the Vice President? Because oh, I've yes, seen some lawyers does. say it does.
2: That it doesn't. Very, very it does. few lawyers. Uh, even the Justice Department has not argued that. Okay. And this Trump Justice Department would argue anything yeah. <laughs> they possibly can. <laughs> the okay. And so they have not argued that. They've tried to argue that, well, the word emolument doesn't really mean all profits and benefits, it only means mm-hmm. a very narrow subset. Uh, and then they've tried to kick all the plaintiffs out of court for not having standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. But this is a very serious matter. Uh, and the House and Senate Judiciary Committee mm-hmm. ought to be investigating it. We ought to know absolutely where Donald Trump is getting his money. All I know, sure, back in my mm-hmm. days when I was in New York in the early '90s, mm-hmm. uh, is that the Americans, uh, New Yorkers, everyone else, got tired of loading money to him because he had an annoying habit of not paying it back. It's about nine hundred million dollars worth of casino mm-hmm. bonds went bust mm-hmm. back in '91. And so uh, since the mid-90s, he's been borrowing his money from somewhere. Right. And we know he's very— uh, His son brags mm-hmm. about the Russians. Yeah, very cozy with the Russians. We have no idea what's going on there, but he won't show the tax returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, everybody in this administration seems to forget how many Russians are hanging around with, including the attorney general. He, he was being asked questions by uh, Senator Franken. So it's a mm-hmm. bad situation, and we need to investigate this. Okay. Uh and I haven't even got to the First Amendment interference with the free exercise of religion. I mean, you say there's going to be a Muslim ban, right? Uh, you know, and well, actually, it isn't a Muslim ban. It is a Muslim only ban. It only impacts only eight
1: percent of the Muslim world. Well, the rest of
2: the world, Muslim world, may very well do business with the Trump organization.
0: And I not to that's mention true. Yeah. the high courts, they totally disregarded what he said. Now it's different. Now but what did he say? He said it's a total Muslim ban. Those are his words verbatim. So how the high court granted this? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about his powers, mm-hmm. his executive powers. I get that. How okay. a president has wide huh, range yes. of that. Yeah. I'm not disputing okay. that. But when you specifically, when you, when a president or anyone says mm-hmm. something specific as what he did, that this was a total Muslim ban. Mm-hmm. To me, that's discrimination. And so, well, so high, if, high courts. But if you uh, have terror
1: coming from one community, oh, like, you know, with, like, in what's going on in Europe with the rape, We've had 164
0: mass on. shootings since he's been president. Yeah. And guess what? Not neither one of them has been a Muslim terrorist. But
1: if you look at that, probably a lot of those are, like, gang violence. See, no, they're not. they no, include things not. that happen near schools when no, it's that. not, like, a school shooter. No, they're you not. You know, that they try to, you know, get those numbers up higher when it doesn't need to be oh, that please. high because that's oh, not what's oh, really going oh, on. Oh, please, Pat.
0: please. Let's take a phone call. Okay. Uh, Rich, you ready for a phone call already? Sure. Let's take a call. Jeremy, how are you today?
3: I'm doing good. Uh, a couple things. Number one, Jamar, earlier on you said that uh, Democrats need to fight.
0: Damn right.
3: And now, now is the time. Damn right. I'm going to take, take it a step further. Okay. Democrats need to fight together. Amen. Because what, what doesn't need to happen is spreading all the different uh democratic viewpoints and the yep. three or four different uh candidates and this and that and then everything gets uh um you know kind of kind of dispersed around like with Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. democrats couldn't make up their minds and here, here's the thing i'll just say this is my own opinion republicans or i'm sorry democrats talk and republicans act mm-hmm. that's why so many democrats were like I'm really. so astounded that Republicans voted for Trump because a lot of Republicans didn't talk about it. They just went out and voted.
1: They lied, and the too.
3: Thing, and here's, here's the well, other maybe thing.
1: that might be true. We're polling.
3: People are so, uh, so concerned about you know, Justice Kennedy retiring.
1: Right. Well, he should and, be.
3: And being a swing vote. Here, here's the thing, and I might be a little off. I think Donald Trump is going to be responsible for appointing more uh, whatever the whatever the level below the Supreme Court, like District Court or whatever, mm-hmm. he has judge, so far. Yep. Than yep. the past two presidents combined, he has, mm-hmm. he's he's on a roll. You're mm-hmm. right about that. Yep. And, and that and and that's that's things that people. Because that's the forward thinking. Yeah, that, that's the true. That yeah, go to the district court. Right, actually going to go to the Supreme Court.
0: No, you're mm-hmm. right. I didn't think about it like that, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. He, you're absolutely right. That is a point that I was reading the other day. That uh, he has appointed the most. Uh, what they call? Uh, would they be called? Federal judges. I think they're called. Rich. Yeah, the United okay. States okay. Court yeah. of more Appeals. Yeah. Yep. So and so, you're right about that. That's kind of like voting locally. Mm-hmm. You put those. Mm-hmm. Um, you you stack the courts with those judges. Mm-hmm. That's more important than a Supreme Court. You're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right, Jeremy. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. You're welcome. Hey, Dan, don't, uh, don't hang up. We'll take you on the other side of the break. Uh, we got more with—we just got started. Yeah. We just got started with uh, U.S. Senate can, U.S. senatorial candidate, Richard Payne. I'm Jamar Nelson. that one, Lawrence. We got more on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and on your iHeartRadio. Oh, welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. Oh, watch out now. Let me <laughs> see. Against the White walls. TV and antennas <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so, who sings this? I, no, I, okay. Not have- um honestly, I was going to say Willie Hutch, but this is not Willie Hutch. Uh, can you whisper me? Who is this? Curtis Mayfield. This isn't. No. Yeah. No, it isn't. Diamond in the back. Curtis yeah. Mayfield. And Somebody's wrong. That's. Oh, that, that guy, no. I don't think that's Curtis. am okay. I'm going to go. Well, I'm let's keep it like that, it. okay? Oh, please. Oh, so you're <laughs> trying I'm to do like yeah, the Okay. Well, okay. He's trying to diss. <laughs> this white back. boy can pick some music, though, You can. you the best in town. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got the best producer in the city. Welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. And that one over there is the smart aleck, Patwin Lawrence, <laughs> an institute we have with the senatorial, U.S. senatorial candidate, uh, Richard Perry. Let's get right back into it. Um, quickly, um, there are some things when we talk about um, the two parties um, and the relationship, the erosion of relationships that Republicans uh, have with minority voters. Um, and I tell every Republican that comes into the studio that will listen that um, black folks and minorities have gotten tired of the Democratic Party as well. Mm-hmm. That's but right. when you don't have a relationship with your neighbor, you, you have nowhere to go. You tend to stay where you're you just at. just don't vote. Where you're used to. No, you vote. It's important that you vote. You well, continue it, to, you you know, you should. No, I agree, but a lot just don't vote because of that. Well, true, some have dropped off. And see, Democrats got to quit chasing that phantom white vote anyway, too. But. Is it? Is it? Why is it that people don't understand that if you didn't matter what color you are, you have to start a relationship. If you want my vote, you have to start a relationship with me. What's so hard about that, Rich? What what else do politicians get about, and especially our party? What aren't they getting about continuing to build relationships with people?
2: Well, they're not going to, because they feel they don't have to. Uh, the situation we uh, used to have was that the Republican Party had uh, progressives. And, uh, you know, I had to reach into the African-American community, Mm -hmm. particularly in the old days when the uh, Southern Democrats, uh, uh, the George Wallace types, Mm -hmm. Dixiecrats, who have all uh, now seemed to have migrated into the Republican Party. But in the old days, Uh we didn't have them. We didn't have Mm -hmm. to deal with them. Mm -hmm. And so we could reach into the African-American community. I grew up in central Illinois. and. Uh, we were Republican there because we didn't like old Mayor Daley up in Chicago back in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And he was a racist if, a, yep. if there ever that's was right. one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so both parties could compete for the African-American vote. Well, right now, mm-hmm. uh, it isn't that way. Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, particularly with Donald Trump and, and Steve Miller in the White House and those types. So the Democrats are going to take everything for granted. And mm-hmm. that's what we've seen in this state um, uh, with the Dayton-Smith uh, administration when mm-hmm. Tina Smith was the uh, uh lieutenant governor i mean they dumped a, a billion dollars of taxpayer money went into the uh, viking stadium mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well very few people uh, uh, you know who don't make a very good income can even afford a ticket there right you know, i would think the owner of the vikings a billionaire could have paid mm-hmm. for his own stadium that money right. should have been spent on schools on roads and bridges uh you know we could have done a lot uh, for the minority community we mm-hmm. could have done a lot for people up on the iron range And uh, we didn't. So what we have is a Democratic Party that's unfortunately uh, moving in the corporate direction uh, because uh, voters uh, can be taken for granted. Uh, And we see this with Senator Smith has millions of dollars worth of stock in medical device companies that she refuses to sell while serving the United States Senate. And once again, um, this is not something we should accept from a Republican or a Democrat. Our public servants uh, are there to serve us, they should not have financial conflicts of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Trump should be selling his businesses as well as yep. I have repeatedly demanded uh, but I, uh, I find it embarrassing to be represented by a United States Senator who has millions of dollars of this medical device stock and then is saying we ought to repeal the tax on medical devices uh, so it, it is a this is a situation where both parties need to understand this needs to be a government of the people. That's right. And uh, you are there to represent us. That's right. And if you want to be in the White House or in the House or the Senate, sell the stock that creates the conflicts of interest. Don't take the PAC money and and serve the people. And, mm-hmm. and give us the health care system uh, that we need uh, that really, quite frankly, m- most of the industrialized world has, uh, where they pay much less, by the way, for medical devices. I mean, Medtronic's not able to uh, charge the prices they charge here. In the United States, uh, they aren't able to charge those prices in Canada or in Europe. Uh, but the CEO of Medtronic had a fundraiser for Tina Smith at his house. Mm. So, of course, mm. you know, mm-hmm. he, mm. he's going to get what he wants. And he takes care of the Republican Party as well. Yep. I mean, you that's play both the sides. problem. Mm-hmm. They're both parties have too much money. And uh, I want the money out of politics and the politicians to serve the people.
1: That's See, right. I agree that's... with that. I like him. No, I like exactly. Him. She I'm she glad he's running against way. Tina Smith because oh. uh, he's on, on spot.
2: Let's take a phone call
0: from Dan. Dan, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you. And uh, may, may I call you Professor Painter or Mr. Painter? I'm sorry. Oh, Richard. You're a professor too. Right? <laughs> okay. Hi, Richard. Okay. Say, um, I think you're sincere. I think you're genuine. I think that you mean well. But I think you are mistaken, though. At the at the federal level, the the deep state is has been exposed, as you can see in the hearings now they're having. Michael Horowitz, Jim Jordan, Trey Gowdy, asking Rosenstein all these questions that they're unable to answer. They refuse to turn over documentation. Now, I know you're for eliminating corruption, but you'll have to admit that the Barack Obama administration was ridden with corruption and fed this deep state monster. And I just want you to be honest about that. It's not, you know This is something that's wicked and evil that's happened in our government, where a few people... At the top of these departments, have way too much power, and have been corrupted. And so, um, that's my my feeling. I don't know what do you say about that.
2: Well, this is what There's I was say. Call. Is Thanks. the financial conflicts of interest in government have been a problem for a long time, mm-hmm. and we I think President Obama made substantial improvements. Uh, during his administration, but we had serious problems from campaign finances, made worse by the Supreme Court and Citizens United. Yeah, it was a bad decision. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, and I think the, you know, the idea of senators owning stock in medical device companies or uh, there's congressmen from New York, some Republicans own stock in pharmaceutical companies. We've had corruption. Uh, that's true. But this deep state talk is just a bunch of nonsense. I mean, that's foolishness. There's this idea of some conspiracy against Donald Trump uh or conspiracy against the Russians. I mean there are different variations on this theme. Mm -hmm. That is just trash talk. But the real issue is financial conflicts of interest from personal assets of members of the United States House and Senate and the President of the United States and campaign money, Uh, you know, campaign cash that corrupts, yes, both political parties. We need to fix our campaign finance system, or we're not going to have a government account of the people. But let's not talk the deep state trash and all the, you know, the weird conspiracy theories. Let's focus on the real
3: problem.
1: So uh, so I have to, you know, partially agree with you there. I disagree with you about Trump and, 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 and all of that. But a question, though, um, is that how a lot of these politicians are getting rich? You know, they go into Congress poor and then they come out with, you know, millions of dollars, you know, a number of years later after they've been in for a while. Is that how they're getting rich is through you know uh, you know these campaigns, and also through you know deals that they're doing behind the scenes
2: some of them are uh, and there were some members of the of the House the representatives in particular, were buying and selling uh, drug company stocks while they were in the the House, Mm -hmm. uh, including Tom Price, who later became HHS Secretary. Mm -hmm. So there's some of that going on. They looked at their portfolios, and the members of the Senate, apparently 10 years ago, had such good portfolio performance that most people thought they would be rock stars if they were fund managers on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Uh, You wondered about the inside information. So there's some of that going on. But you also have some people who were very successful business people, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, who have uh, stocks and investments, uh, or whose uh, spouses are very successful business people, but they don't have the good wisdom to divest uh, when they go into the House or the Senate. Uh, and that's, you know, I think Donald Trump w- refuses to sell his assets. And then the but Donald- did he not
1: do that, though? Did he not, you know, he's no longer managing, you know, the Trump thing. Yeah. It's a corporation, and his sons and daughters are over. You know, the question do, of who
2: owns it. If yeah. he owns it, it doesn't matter who the hotel clerk is at the Trump Hotel or who manages the company. He owns it. And uh, uh, also, you know, uh, members of the House and Senate who own stocks mm-hmm. and medical device companies. Tina Smith doesn't run those medical device mm-hmm. companies. But it's just not right to sit mm-hmm. in the Senate and make decisions uh, about the cost of health care. We know the medical device companies are making a
1: fortune yeah,
2: that's true. Uh, off of our health care. Uh, and own millions of dollars in medical device stocks. It's not right for Donald Trump to be in the White House, have a, a business empire that's doing deals all over the world, and uh, to it doesn't matter who's managing it. It's just not right. He needed to sell. Uh, the Democrats, a lot of them urged him to sell, but then the problem is the White House can just point to uh, you know a handful of Democratic members. They're not a lot, but members of the House and Senate, who have uh, stock portfolios mm-hmm. that create their own conflicts and then mm-hmm. everybody's very quiet about it and, and this is not the type of government uh, that we but, should have. But
1: you say the sense. House and Senate they should have hearings which I agree because that would be the place not the courts in terms of you know what you're saying you know in terms of the relationship to the emolument clause but um, you know I don't think they're gonna do anything because they might be in the same situation that he's in from what you're saying so they probably won't do anything.
2: Well, yes. I mean, I think the monument clause issue, there are cases in courts, and we're going to see how those uh, go along, because that actually is illegal. Mm -hmm. Um, The other conflicts of interest right now are not illegal, because the criminal conflict of interest statute, 18 United States Code 208, it applies to everybody working in the executive branch other than the president and the vice president, and it also does not apply to the members of Congress. But did you know it is a crime Mm -hmm. if you were head of the Health and HHS, Health and Human Services, Uh, to participate in matters that affect the medical device industry if you own medical device stocks. So you would of course have to sell those to become the the secretary of HHS. Tom Price had to sell uh, his drug company stocks in order to become uh, head of HHS for the very short period of time he lasted there. But um, it's not a crime mm-hmm. for the president, vice president, members of the United States House or Senate to have these conflicts. It's immoral. It's unethical. Oh. It's wrong. Senator Elizabeth Warren has introduced a bill that would add uh, the president, vice president, and believe the members of the House mm-hmm. and Senate to the criminal conflict of interest statute. I strongly support it because, once again, uh, it, it is not right to have a president uh, who uh, makes profits of business deals all over the world uh, making decisions that affect his own businesses no more than his right to have senators own drug company stock or medical device company stock. He can sell that, put their assets into a diversified portfolio of mutual funds. A lot of members of the House and Senate have diversified mutual funds a conflict-free portfolio. Amy Klobuchar does uh you know we really need our representatives and our president to not have financial conflicts of interest. And stop taking the PAC money. And that's
0: why we got to get rid of these rich dudes that run for public office. Look, okay. uh, like Donald well, Trump. We got more on the other side of the break. You know, your are a dude. Uh, we got more on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News talking in your eye, hot radio. Welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. This is Jamar Nelson. This is Patmon Lawrence. Yeah. Oh fire! Yeah. We are on fire in here. Dumpster he, that's that's fire. That's, yeah. That's, that's a, a, yeah. such an appropriate song. Yeah. Yes. And then your 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 uh, your campaign at the dumpster fire thing. I have the uh, chance to look at it. I recommend everybody go look at it. It is great. It is great. So let's get back into this real quick. We're here in studio with uh, U.S. Senatorial candidate uh, Richard Painter. Uh, I got two questions for you quickly, um, and full disclosure because I know these individuals um there are there are multiple candidates other candidates that uh that are saying that you are afraid to debate any of them um you know the chrissy moore's and bob anderson those are the other candidates that are running um in the in the race as well um and so is it is it are you purposely avoiding these individuals or um or are you on your own thing or or, uh, who are you, do you intend to debate when you des- uh, decide to debate?
2: I'll debate anybody right now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wherever they are, debate them. I mean, we can, you know, instead of debate one or two of them, or maybe get, you know, a couple of them together. And, you know, we've, we've got a couple people uh, competing for this seat. That's right. Uh, I talked to Nick Leonard, who's a candidate. Uh, he had a booth next to mine at the Pride uh, event last weekend. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's debate. Let's get a schedule of debate. Uh, I think a debate would be most helpful if we had Senator Tina Smith there. She's for sure, a, yes, for sure. She's been appointed to the hold the uh, hold the post until there's a, an election, mm-hmm. and um, uh, she feels the Democratic nomination is hers. Uh, well, she ought to debate us. So, uh, no, I'll debate any. I'm not afraid to debate anyone at all. So, okay. um, you know, if someone wants to host a debate with one or more of those candidates, I'll. I'll show up and do it. I'll, I'll right. debate we'll if anybody. We can,
0: we'll see if we can't right. be a part of putting right. that together then. You got well, it. Well, but
2: there ought to be a debate. I mean, it's critically important. I've several times I asked Senator Tina Smith to debate me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't heard anything. To no avail. Huh? Well, no, you she know, doesn't want to debate her. I don't know what's like going on. But they like to avoid. No, you guys <laughs> do. Know. But, but know. you know what? No, the, a lot of incumbents,
0: let's just yeah. th- keep it real. That no no matter experience. what party, a lot of yeah. incumbents decide to take the easier road, especially depending on who they're running against. Okay, If they're not running against another candidate that has name recognition, mm-hmm. then they do tend to take the 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 slick road, right. not the high road, but the slick road yeah. of not debating. And mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about issues here. Well, debating is about yeah. talking about issues. And speaking of. The other issues are um, black issues yes. that go on. We ask every single candidate that comes on yes. here. We have to work. We have to find out and know what does every candidate intend to do about our, the black community. Uh, more importantly, the, in the inequality that exists here in Minnesota, mm-hmm. of course, nationally, because you'd be a U.S. entity, but of course, here in Minnesota, the inequality, the huge disparities that exist yeah. here in Minneapolis, Minnesota because we're, we're the
1: greatest or second greatest yes, in third, all categories. The third
0: and the third biggest segregated in the nation I think, okay? Right? Um, so what what do you do what do you do if if you're elected to help um eradicate, I don't know if that's the right word because I don't think you can, but to, oh, no.
1: yes, you eradicate, can. Yes, okay, to
0: eradicate some of the inequality that
2: affects uh black folks. Well, you need to bring more African Americans into uh, positions of public service. I, I know I have Keith Ellison in this state and there are others, but it's critically important mm-hmm. um, because what you see is that the the priorities are being set uh, in state and uh, federal government uh, are often those that are not in the interests of the poor. Mm-hmm. or minority communities. That's right. I uh, Just look at, the, once again, the fact that a billion dollars is spent on a football stadium where most Minnesotans can't afford a ticket.
0: And there weren't many of us, fa- these black faces, that build the that damn thing. Yes. Yeah. Well,
2: not at all. And then, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, these NFL owners, they uh, they won't even give the uh, football players the, the first, you know, the right, free speech right That's to right. stand or kneel during the anthem. That's right. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. That money should have been spent on schools and, say, and in infrastructure. Second, uh, the way public housing is handled, you know, we've got Sean Hannity investing in HUD housing. And I don't Mm. think Sean Hannity is investing in HUD housing because he uh, really wants more housing for poor people. It's profitable. That's right. And there are these companies, uh, Dominion, a whole bunch of them, making a lot of money building subsidized housing. And they've got financial ties through campaign contributions, a number of these companies, uh, into both of the major political parties. So what you have is highly segregated housing in Minneapolis. My colleague, uh, Myron Orfeld, at the University of Minnesota Law School, has two reports Mm -hmm. out on this. They're on the website of the University of Minnesota Mm -hmm. Law School. And uh, Myron went through this. It's highly segregated housing. And these companies are very wired with the the Republicans and the DFL establishment. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, the problem is you may well have a, a, you know, DFL establishment. This is just as lily white as the Republican Party, and that's, <laughs> that's not right. what you. That's right. That's not what you want. You want people who are going to understand uh, the needs uh, of the entire committee, particularly those who are most disadvantaged. That's right. right. And break up uh, this, uh, this is a monopoly of the corporate interests that give campaign contributions and then can skim an awful lot off the top. Whether it's subsidized housing projects that are segregated or or a big. Uh, NFL stadium deals
1: so there, there are three critical areas that I think, and I just want to run these by you. I think that would help uh, stabilize, particularly the Black community, but really all communities. One, uh, contract procurement. So we need to really focus on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. our businesses and, and uh, you know, people getting opportunities on all levels of government, whether it's federal, state, local levels, because that's another wealth building mechanism, you know, in the community. Because I know the Dayton administration, when I worked on the Council on Black Minnesotans, and we had legislation, and we worked, you know, with Republican. Republicans And Democrats, the Dayton administration were very slow to do anything, and uh, that's why I'm excited that you're running against you know Tina Smith because I know that they give lip service that they are concerned about the issues in the community, and they're really not. They're they're absolutely not. Um, the second thing would be monitoring uh, equal opportunity and the civil rights laws. I think auditing for compliance yes. uh, that needs to be done on yes. the state level that needs to be done with corporations because. You know, a lot of crimes are, you you talk about ethics and about crimes being committed in in those areas. A lot of companies are saying that they're complying with civil rights and equal opportunity laws and they're lying. They're not because you can look at the data, the statistics there in terms of hiring people, not just African-Americans, but Latinos and Asians and others. Um, And then the third thing would be creating pipelines from like, you know, we we talked about like we talked about the prison, the school to prison pipeline. There should be school to various industry pipelines where we're working with schools to get students whether it's into trades, or looking at working with colleges, universities, and then getting pipelines into you know various workforces. And I think if those three things were done, even though a much larger plan, we really need a Marshall Plan for the black community, but if those three things were really done and championed, that would help stabilize the community until we can do you know more things. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think you're absolutely right. I would do all of those things. I, but I also address healthcare, because it's impossible mm-hmm. to get small businesses started. Uh, uh, with the cost of health care the way it is. We're the only country in the world that links your employment relationship uh, with your health care. The other industrialized countries uh, basically may tax you more, but then you get your health care as part of the deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, it's very hard to start a business and employ people when you have health care thrown in as an extra expense so we've got the healthcare care industry including the medical device industry makes a huge amount of money in this state but it drags down the rest of the economy in particular mm-hmm. people want to start small businesses and that's how people rise out of poverty into the mm-hmm. middle class that's right and bring uh, employees along and, and so single-payer health care insurance is, is critically important then the other thing I do want to address is the relations between the police and the and the community I was going to bring up criminal justice man This hour's going fast yeah critically important issue I mean we you know Know, the uh, police officers need to have the body cameras on yep. mm-hmm. and then you have the facts and then we're not going to speculation uh about each incident It's it's full disclosure it's the same and thing said about donald trump's tax returns <laughs> yeah. transparency yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. body yep. cams on with the officers yep. and in the on the cars and everything and and uh you know we, we we've got to uh be able to have a, a, a community where people feel safe people don't feel threatened by the police and where we we can live together and uh, and and grow our economy together. Yes. Will you, uh, man? This hour goes so yeah, fast. Got That's what, everyone's got to champion yeah.
0: for more time. So it, it, in the few minutes that we, in the few seconds that we have here, <laughs> tell us tell us where to where they can go donate and where they
2: can uh, contact you and follow all your events that are coming up. Okay, the most important thing is to vote, and please uh, get your wraps, make your absentee ballot, and get it now and vote that way, or vote in the Democratic Farmer Labor Party. On August 14 of this year. Very important to vote, and then in the general election. I can be reached at painterminnesota.com. Painterminnesota.com. We do not take any PAC money, no Russians, uh, <laughs> but we do take a, a contributions from individuals in dollars, no rubles. Will you come back? Right. Will you, you
0: come back along this campaign? You'll come back, right? Absolutely. Pat, will right. you be back next I week, will. right? Yes. yes. I'll make sure you join us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. Enjoy the rest of the heat. Try to keep warm. Yes. Thank you. Keep cool. Did I say warm? Yeah. Keep cool. You know. It's Minnesota. It's (laughs) I know, right? Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Bye.